I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Sunday afternoon, okay, giving you matinee uh realness uh you can find us everywhere that you find podcasts just search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews we love those Mm -hmm. you can leave them on apple podcast that's where we read them and uh we like to read them every saturday when we do our feedback show it's a nice little treat for us it's a nice little treat for the audience Mm -hmm. and we can just sit back and go oh this is so nice they like us they love us you really do um also, don't forget, Black Friday sale ends on uh, the 5th. Mm-hmm. So I think you got like two more days. I see people are still signing up. I Yay! see uh, I've gone through and audited everyone um, up until today. I have to do today's stuff. But I'm going through making sure everyone who renews is getting access and that there, there's no you know, drop off or whatever. Um, right. I actually found a couple people had somehow double paid. Like, I don't know if they... Thought they needed to sign up again or something. And I refunded those people and messaged them. Like, you know, the goal is to get, you know, fans. It's not just the money. Right. I know I know. I joke about us being capitalists, but I would never try to rip off our audience. Oh, no. And I, and for some people, they probably was like, well, let me just, let me yeah. do this just to be sure. Right. Yeah. They were trying to, yeah. They have anxiety like me. Like I said, if you have questions about, do I need to sign up again or whatever? Just email me. It's easier. Because I'm, because you're just making more work for me anyway. I'm, a, I'm, I'm just going to find it and refund you yes if, if i see your money back you accidentally signed up twice um but yeah so just uh we appreciate that holiday cars are almost out i want to say we're 80 something and once we get to 100 that's probably it because i don't think we're gonna have enough to do like uh, 200 right. so it'll probably just be once we get to 100 that's it mm-hmm. um and i want to say that's most of the housekeeping stuff um Oh, and the Amazon wish list, of course. If if you want to get us something for yeah, holidays, not obligated, not obligated is not, you know, whatever. Like it's no big deal to us. But no. if you want to add some, put some stuff on there, we'll gladly take it. Okay, we mm-hmm. we will rock that shit. There's all stuff that we picked out ourselves for us. So yeah, just rando <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, if y'all want to get us something off the wish list, please do. Um, all right. With that being said, the official weapon of the show is the folding chair and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme, extreme, extreme. Um, and yeah, let's go ahead and get into this show. Um, I guess we can start with, uh, some banter. If, uh, you have, do you have any banter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me play some music. Hold on a second. hit different than these new headphones um all right karen banter me <laughs> banter you okay uh we went to the hornets game we had a great time at the hornets game saturday with Roderick. it was fun to go out there and see the hornets play we lost but it was a good game uh overall 
Uh, and Roderick pointed out something that um, I kind of I didn't even think about, but uh, Lomelo's out, and uh, so uh, what is what is his name? Um, is the point guard is is Terry Rozier? Yeah, Terry Rozier is the point guard, and how people have a tendency to be more aggressive when he's the point guard. Like they just like fuck a foul. I don't care if they call it or not. I'm just gonna be aggressive. And so I appreciate them for playing hard, but you know, with two people, two or three people on the Timberwolves over seven feet tall, ain't too much you can do <laughs> do with that. So I'm just glad the game was close. I had a great time uh, going to the game and just enjoying everybody uh, at the game. And, okay. And uh, doing halftime, we were supposed to see. Uh, the dude. Oh, okay. So they have a Karen. What's going? <laughs> Karen starts her banner like Rod will take over and, and give y'all the the information. Come on, man. Come on, Jack. Rod to give y'all the important details. So we have like half season tickets <laughs> to the Hornets, and they have a thing where like they take. Sometimes they take you to the side in the halftime. And they're like, come in here, we'll chat you up, try to convince you to buy more tickets next mm-hmm. year, and give you some free alcohol, apply you with drinks and shit, and snacks. You know, just chips, like little, you know, throwaway snacks. And, um, but we we were supposed to do that, but um, my man Danny, mm-hmm. um, from Since We Last Spoke podcast, happened to be at this game. You know, Danny's like the most, uh, the motherfucking international man of mystery. If you follow his... His, Where in the world? His, yeah, like he just be popping up places. <laughs> Everywhere. I'm like, damn, oh shit! I didn't even know we had some type of Tar, Tar Heels rally in Charlotte today. That yesterday, but uh, yeah, he happened to be at the game and he hit me up and was like, "Yo, uh, you might, can we like link up real quick?" And I was like, "Absolutely," you know. So we kind of brushed off the uh, <laughs> the Hornets dude after telling him we was gonna go, um, and uh, we went and, and chatted with Danny. I had a good time, and then when we got back to our seats. Uh, the guy Mace was like, "Hey man, I kind of I missed you out there." I was like, "Yeah, we had a homeboy pop through, and you know, it was just kind of like we wasn't we didn't know, so yeah. we wasn't trying to like big time you or nothing, mm-hmm. but but yeah, it was cool. It's cool. I enjoyed him, and also uh, AI at the fast food. Me and Roger went to Bojangles, and y'all know how you pull up to the drive through, and they have like the automated kind of white woman voice, and then out and then." You know, just so people won't be like blow the horn, but like, goddamn, ain't nobody here, type of thing. <laughs> so they just have the red. Yeah, and I hate the AI voice at most places now mm-hmm. because it's you know it's normally you could tell it's not a person that works there because the places I frequent, you know, I know how people talk, and yes. it's always like the it almost sounds like the TikTok girl's voice, you know. Yes, it's that it's that antiseptic, and so they like the person is normally like. Welcome to McDonald's. Have you had your smile today or some shit? And you're like, what is it? And then, then like you and me, you know, it'll be a second. So I'll start to answer. Right. I'm like, which a lot of people probably do. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so let me get. And then they cut me off with a real person. <laughs> yes. And I have to start over. So this AI doesn't really help. It's, it's like in the middle of me giving my order to the AI, it comes a real person pops on. I was like, uh, welcome to McDonald's. What can I help you with? And I'm like, uh, I was in the middle of ordering some chicken right, nuggets. So, so what's the fucking point if the AI is not going to take the order? Like it's like you said, it's redundant. 
But at the Bojangles up the street from us, the hood Bojangles, mm-hmm. um, uh, one, it, it's the Bojangles that just li- literally had a video go viral of of the beating of a black woman and and this this couple for smoking weed the police beat beat them up beat the woman up specifically because mm-hmm. she allegedly punched a police officer and then we but then everyone of course put out their camera phones so it's already infamous for that right. you know but it's a pretty hood mcdonald's you know i mean bojangles and i'm used to it being hood to be honest yes but they have the complete ai Yes, they. It do. takes your whole order. You don't talk to a person until you roll to the window. Right, and it. I was shocked, like because it was like that very generic. You know, welcome to Bojangles. Can I take your order? And I sat there, and we sat there. I was like, okay, a, a real person's gonna come on in a few seconds. And we sat there, and the, and, and the AI was like, uh, yes, you can continue with your order. I was like, I, I, I guess, and took the order, listened, and everything. And like, right to say, we did not talk to like a real person until we rolled around. Like, if you're gonna do AI, do it like that because the way it was before was ridiculous. Because like you say, you end up wasting people's time for them having to repeat themselves. But it just tripped me out because I didn't expect it to be smart enough to actually take my order. Yeah, um, the thing for me is I prefer talking to a real hood person. Me too. I rather prefer, I know it's not professional. I know a lot of black people don't like that. They want, you know, but I don't care. It, it's endearing to me. It's charming. Mm-hmm. I love being black. Uh, I love black folks. Um, it, to me, it's not like they're not doing their job. Right. But, you know, and it, I I get a chuckle to myself every time I get, like, you know, I went to Wendy's one day and the dude was like, pull up. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Like, it's, <laughs> like, like, it was super casual and it wasn't all that, like, you know, that, like, Chick-fil-A would never let that happen. But Mm-mm. I don't know, dude. I like that shit. But, um, yeah, so it... I kind of miss that. And then you got to deal with the humans anyway. So once you pull up to the window, it's just going right back to the same black people that work there. So right. I don't know. It felt a little weird and racist to me, even though it's not racist. But it felt racist to me. Like, <laughs> yes, they just like, did. we'll just have a nice chipper white girl uh, make, disguise the blackness that is happening on the inside so that you're getting a white experience through this fucking robot. But then when you pull up, of course, it's the same black people waiting on you. But who knows what, what the scientific you know, facts is behind that. Right. Somebody done, done a study somewhere or something. It was like, oh, the white woman voice on TikTok. Yeah, I guess that's very popular now. And that's the right. voice that they put on there. Like I said, I don't care too much for it. I, I like, uh, you like you say, and it's, it's hilarious uh, a lot of times when you pull up, depending on what it is. Uh, they'll be like, uh, what you want? Go ahead and order. I got you. Right. <laughs> you be like, thank, th- thank you, thank you. You know, no <laughs> problem. It's, it's funny, but uh, those are that's all I have right now. Okay, I'll run through a couple quick ones. First of all, um, I just found out Christopher Reeve, who plays Superman, his, la- his name is Christopher Reeve. Oh, it's no S. I've been calling this man Christopher, Christopher Reeves my entire fucking life. Me too. It was at the Hornets game when they put <laughs> oh, up they on the they, they played a game where they play like old people versus young people, mm-hmm. and basically they pull out like pop culture references and be like, "Do you know who this person is?" And like for the young person, they said it was Superman. They said, "You know who the actor is that plays Superman?" And I went, "Oh, Christopher Reeves." That's what and, I then, and then on the jumbotron, I was like Christopher Reeve, and then the person said Christopher Reeve, and then I'm looking like, did they forget they, to put the S on his name? They dropped the S off. Like, <laughs> have I been putting the possessive on it? Like Christopher Reeves, Superman. He owns it. 
Um, so yeah, I found that out. But you know, extra S's is what we blacks like to do. So yeah, yes, you know we do. I did it and didn't even know it. Um, I was watching a football game and uh, or I was watching Red Zone and they cut to uh, to the football game where a dude uh, who was working on the sidelines, like one of the people that like holds the uh, flags or something like that, was there, and the play ran off the field where somebody got tackled into him his knee went the wrong way oh the camera was right there on him in his face with his knee him holding his knee crying going the wrong way yelling and when i tell y'all the broadcast did not slow did not stop the game did not like like he definitely needed like a cart or something when i didn't cut the commercial i mean it was like all right third and three and I'm like, if that would have been a player, we would have had to stop the game. A cart would have came out. We would, everyone would have prayed for him. The announcers would have, oh, you hate to see that. You know, mm-hmm. they, oh, you hate, let's show the replay one more time. You hate to see, oh, his knee's not supposed to go that way. Yeah, that's just, oh, that's terrible. Let's get, we got a, we got another angle. Let's get the other angle. Oh my God, that is hard. You're praying for him. The, everyone's shaking up. Man, if you not one of them players, they were like, man, fuck this nigga. He don't do nothing but hold the flag. Next flag up, please. <laughs> Cold game. And then the last thing. I hope thing, his insurance good because goddamn. Right. I, and I, I mean, you know he ain't got no NFL insurance or program. He, he His life really is going to be fucked up because of that knee. <laughs> right. He will not be doing no Aaron Rodgers rehab in three weeks and be back. I know it was an ACL, but I'm back. Like, it's, that's Mm-mm. impossible for him. Um, and then the last thing was um, – I will never not be amused and impressed by the fact that Shaquille O'Neal can rap. Yes, yes, I can rap. I was listening to Shaquille. I was listening to just my title, which um, no offense to Spotify rap, but I wish title would do a, a rap because I actually listen to a lot of music in my title because of the sound quality um, in headphones is just better. It's just, it's just top notch. Yes, and it so is. It, a lot of times my 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 Spotify rap isn't really a complete picture of what I'm listening to. Right. Because there's some albums I only listen to on title. I listen to so much more on title. Um that like like I wanna say Victoria Monet might be like my fifth album on Spotify. It's probably like my first or second on title, right? Yes, the same uh 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 thing for me, uh 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 yep, Janelle Monet. Yeah. It, she's like my if I was a Spotify I mean not Spotify but a title, she would literally be number one. Right. Like, cause I play that bitch in consistent rotation. But I'm listening to like a play like just it's like my title is like songs of today or some shit, you know, whatever my like I like to go into the like what's new for you, you know type of list and it was a rick ross meek mill song and i'm just listening to it and and all of a sudden i hear fucking shack rapping in 2023 like it wasn't the old verse they like put on there like shack still can rap like he still be rapping and i'm not and dame dame lillard was on there um and i'm not one, like a one of these people that's gonna try to convince you like you know shack is the greatest right you know I just I'm just impressed that he could even be on a track with, you know, real rappers essentially that that like do that for a living. Right. And he could, I love that he's a jack of all trades. I like Shaq has been one of the most fascinating dudes uh in sports for a long time. He's a giant, gregarious dude, but also extremely petty, but also extremely funny, um, and extremely talented in so many different dimensions. 
Um, and you know, I, I've really enjoyed watching him like get older yes. and soften and mm-hmm. and clearly do therapy and stuff and talk about like it, not just his shortcomings, but his lessons he's learned in life and imparting on others. I, I just think it's so so cool. So yeah, man, I I just. I will never not be impressed by the fact this big motherfucker be just hopping on random plate. Like, he just lives a charmed life where he's like, I guess I'm going to be rapping this today. Hey, let's um, go. And, and yeah, so I was very impressed by that. Um, all right, let's get into the show stuff. Uh, play some- Let's talk about some news, okay? We got all kinds of news that is happening. Jesse Smollett is taking his case to the Supreme Court. What? Mm-hmm. If they don't throw that out. He is taking it all. He said, I will put the system on trial. You are this not a martyr. He, listen, he is the gay Tupac, as he has said before, mm. and... Uh, he is ready to to. It's real cases today to be looking at, not this. You know who I feel bad for the most? The people that believed him, because I I believed him at first too. But there's a group of people that believed him and just would not abandon ship, no matter how bad the shit started looking. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder what happened. Like, did they just stop talking about it, or are they still somewhere in some some small corner of the internet? Praying, praying that it's a grand conspiracy that only the Supreme Court it's can a, unravel. Everybody has a hive, so yes. The lies! The lies! <laughs> yeah, because um, basically he's going to have to go to jail if he loses. Like, he's lost his case for this 2-1 ruling that upheld his conviction, which means he would head back to jail to finish his sentence. But he's like, I'll take it to the Supreme Court. Uh, he thinks the decision was unfair. I, I mean, he does have some money, so maybe, you know, he can afford to take it there. And I mean, I'll be shocked if he wins. But I, I mean, it just to think that there was a time when he probably could have came clean and went and did no time. No, no time, zero time, no time. But he's fighting on that line. Uh, good luck to him. I think they're asking him to spend like a half a year in jail or so. Yeah, yeah. 150 days in jail. Yeah, then the amount of time he wasted fighting, he could have been on, did his time and been out. Yeah, he was sentenced to 150 days, but released after six pending the outcome of his appeal. Um, yeah, and I I just know that he kept playing in that face and just mm-hmm. talking shit. Can't do that. I, I just don't know how he was supposed to get out of this if mm-hmm. he did, did. Unless he had some smoking gun of innocence, and I never saw one, but I, I don't know how he thought this would end, you know? And I don't know anybody that feels like he's a martyr for the call. Like, we're, I, don't know any, I don't know anybody who realistically is like, yes, shout out to Jesse for taking on the system that framed him and tried to lock up an innocent black man. No. So. Sometimes we do do the shit, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and, I, and oh, I, I just programming note, if you're seeing this on YouTube later and you didn't get a notification from Crowdcast, I don't know what's happening with them this weekend, but 
this is the second show we did this weekend where no notifications went yeah, out. Yeah, if you were on the app, you got to push through the app. But if you were waiting on the email, they didn't send the email out. Yeah, I'm about to email. I'm about to hit them on Twitter and embarrass them real quick, guys. This is what I do. Go ahead. Cause this is At like- Crowdcast, FYI, the notification and um, um, what else? Emails. Uh, oh, yeah. Notification uh, emails are broken. Mm-hmm. This is our second show this weekend where let me spell that right. Where listeners weren't notified that we went live. Thank you. There you go. And some what happens I know what happened last time this we went through something like this. Their server got backed up or something. And they had to like refresh their server and then it starts sending out all the emails at the same time. Cause also I get emails when y'all register. I haven't gotten any this weekend, so it must be their system. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. When, when, if somebody clicks on it and registers, yeah. Yeah. Uh GOP tensions run high after House vote to expel George Santos. So George Santos got expelled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he knew it was coming. That nigga lied about everything. He lied about what time he was born. He mm-hmm. lied about, like, anything that came out of his mouth was a motherfucking lie. The lies! The lies! Like, that nigga lied, you know. He basically scammed his way in the office and mm-hmm. was like, this is my, you know, personal piggy bank. Bitch, I got Botox and what? And on top of this... It's, and OnlyFans. Yes, on top of this, I blame the... um. Republican Party, because this is the bullshit that that happens when nothing matters. I'll joke aside, when you just like we just want a Republican no matter what. There's no checks and balances. Nobody verifies shit. This is the shit that matters, and I guarantee you, a lot of them voted against this because they didn't want it to happen. And I, the only reason why he got kicked out is because the last thing was so egregious that enough almost like God damn. Mm-hmm. You know, but if it went for that, they'd have stood. They'd have still stood beside him. Yep, and I'll say this: um, he he to me is a big symptom of Trump. Yes, and like you said, the GOP enabling Trump because basically their whole thing is call me out. Then right, call me on my bluff. Show me y'all really will do something because I don't think you will do shit. Mm-mm. And, and I'm playing your face until you do. They and 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 I think he's the what what I think he and others may realize after this. Who knows if they'll pick it up? But Trumpism really only applies to Trump, though. Yes, no, no and none of these else. other people can really hold up the way Trump will because they're not they're grifters and narcissists and a bunch of shit. But they aren't truly able to reach the levels of sociopathy that he is because Trump is Teflon. Trump is going to stick by it. He ain't going to back down. He's going to tell you to kiss his ass. He's going to tell you he was right. He's going to say no matter what you said. Like, like, and they ain't got that in them. No, they don't. Like, when Lauren Bobert is caught getting finger-banged at the uh, at the Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. Trump would have either just denied it happened even with evidence right in your fucking face right. or he would have been like, who and fuck y'all gonna do what he wouldn't have did is apologize and say i'm going through a divorce and times are hard correct and i think they'll never none of them will ever be able to do that because the reason they fell behind trump is because they have a craving need for power and a craving uh need to be liked and 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 that's what they see voting as is 
getting the most people to to like you and they see that as i'll get the most people to like me by bending to their wills and doing what they want and trump is obviously he's like i'll never do any of that shit and they're gonna like me anyway because fuck y'all and they do and that's what they like about him so anyway santos um now that he has been twice criminally indicted pleaded not guilty um there's been a split over this 105 votes for expulsion in among republicans 112 voted against uh only two democrats voted against expulsion and another two voted present uh i'd love to see their reasoning i've heard some of the rumors of reasoning being it's this is unprecedented in that he's not criminally convicted and there's a lot of democrats who feel like or not a lot i mean what i just say two maybe four there but there's a small 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 group of democrats who are like are we setting a precedent where you could just get rid of somebody because there's a scandal even though they haven't done anything and what are republicans going to do with this power but that nigga Which, a lot about everything yeah but but forget forget all that we should never govern based off of what will Republicans do with this power because the assumption, nothing you can do will stop them. Right. Meaning they don't care about precedent. Mm-mm. They set precedent when they do fucked up shit and they don't care. Right. So, so this, you know, it's like, uh, fool me once. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't think you should govern that way. And I think that's kind of a cowardly way to ju- govern. Now, who knows? Those Democrats may be in some like purple districts, some kind of leaning red seats. And it's easy for me to be like, well, you should have did this. And then that be the thing that don't get them reelected. And now we done lost some votes. And then I'm right. like, fuck, I wish I had known that. So it's easy for me to say I'd love to someone to interview them and find out their reasoning. Though. Correct. Because, you know, and, 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 and that, you know, and that matters, you mm-hmm. know, and I do understand that. But it's also, you know, one of the things where, like you say, they do these things has never happened before and you need to respond in a way accordingly but they go well no we can't do that it's like why like and on top of that it's one of the things where this rarely happens so what's the precedent they now have a three um vote majority for the republicans so it's been narrowed down a little further um and they already have a problem governing in the house period um you know michael johnson is already on the hot seat because he passed a government bill to keep the economy open mm-hmm. for another couple months mm-hmm. and it's gonna be interesting to see what happened when that shit come up for renewal yeah um yeah people were frustrated with how uh this is um a republican uh from new york andrew Gar- Gar- garbarino who said people were frustrated with how leadership handled this entire thing if this was not the standard to remove someone, why even have an ethics committee? Um, yeah, uh, they the they just are trying to slow these crooks. Like they're trying to slow the process of holding people accountable down. So it's like, yes. yeah, he a crook, but why we gotta get him out of here so fast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> craving, craving. Yep, you know. And the thing is, uh, Republicans. Some Republicans are the ones that did the investigation too, which made a lot of me like, well, damn, we we found this out doing our own investigation? Shit. Right. Uh, other Republican, Don Bacon, said this was a vote of the conscience. Truth and morals don't change based on the margin we have for the majority. So I guess he he was he was voting his conscience. Um <laughs> uh 
on the other side, another GOP lawmaker pointed out that Johnson repeatedly told members in the closed door meetings to vote their conscience. When Johnson said vote your conscience, that was the death sentence for Santos. Leadership was just being leadership. The Republicans said, we all have a role to play in this act. So they now, now they're worried. Like, if, well, if we just kicking people out for being shady grifters, where will it stop? <laughs> Funny. All right. Uh, funny to me. Uh, <laughs> and now he's talking about, I got to tell our well, bitch, you think anybody going to believe you? Yeah, I do like that he's trying to be messy on the way out and be like, I'm going to expose everybody. But the problem is, while Twitter will get off on it and enjoy the mess, because they kind of always enjoy these sideshow things, the, the truth of the matter is, like, you have no credibility, so your tell-all doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. It would mean something if you, like, you know, oh, he did one thing and got kicked out. You lied about every detail of your life. Everything. It, and there's no way you can expose people on the way out because there's no way people going to believe you. And there's no proof you're going to be able to back up anything with because everyone's going to be like, okay. It sounds like he's just going to talk shit on his way out, which, mm-hmm. sure. You know? Yeah, he stormed out of a vote and shit, I think, two or three days before he was talking about... Because I think he already knew he was going to lo- lose anyway. Right. So two or three days before, he was basically hitting all the, 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 the um, national news sites and radios and shit. But was basically, you know, was saying, you know, I know I'm going to get voted out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh. And when, they, and when he did, I was like, oh, he going to... Yeah, they're getting ready to put him out because that's, that's the panic mode. Almost like I'm going to call your bluff. Like I'm going to make such a big scene that y'all going to feel bad that you're not going to want to vote me out. Right. Um, Fat Joe says 95% of his lyrics are lies while defending Young Thug. Uh, Okay. I mean... I, the thing that's always been weird to me is like, don't we know they be lying? I thought, I thought. So. I've, I like, I've always been like, a lot of rappers been lying my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've never held them to a legal standard with that. Me I do think some of these rappers be telling the truth on themselves in these lyrics. And shout out to MF Doom, rap snitches. You know, like, and and I, I don't. I mean, I would say I'm conflicted, but I'm actually not conflicted. I, I don't care that they allow the lyrics in the courtroom i know that's a big thing to a lot of people and they they're like well they wouldn't do it because country music artist or something i don't even know that they wouldn't but i think if a country music artist made a song about killing his wife and then his wife ended up dead you, i you, mean you, i'll you, allow it you singing about the evidence in the song yeah we the only ones that's doing it i don't know what to tell you you know um you know if eminem's mom and wife ended up missing after he made that song about throwing them in the trunk of his car and kidnapping them. Yeah. Check that shit out. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I, I do understand the idea of the rap police being a, a, a fucked up, uh, you know, um, prejudicial type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I Like, I think that's when they had the hip hop police and they were following around rappers from their concerts and all that. I, that was, that was just harassment to me. Yes. But if we're just saying like, you rap that you murdered your best friend and your best friend wound it up dead. We think the lyrics where you say you buried the body at this time over in this place and we found that's where we found the body. I think that's relevant. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say, the reason I think that matters is because I I haven't seen a scenario yet and maybe I will one day or I can't imagine a scenario where there's no evidence to corroborate anything except here's some rap lyrics. Like, I would imagine the rap lyrics are attached to 
and here are here's the crime you're accused of. Here's some other evidence of you in this crime. We and here is you no, rapping about it. Yes, yeah, some shit that we never made public that you rapped about. Because to right? me, if you say the rap lyrics aren't, you know, even like like there's like there's nothing a rapper can say on wax that also corroborates a crime that is even germane to the to the crime. I don't know. It makes well. Then can we say that about social media? Like if a, a social media, I film myself shooting somebody. Can I be like, uh, that's my social media? What they got to do with the crime? Mm-hmm. You know, like how far Take does it go? Is my jail. question. But anyway, I, I'm not so uh, staunch on this. And that, like, right. I feel like if they're not allowed, you should still be able to like have the evidence to lock them up without it. Or else, why are we in court? So you know, I guess it would depend on the case, but. If the whole thing is just predicated on he was rapping, then sure, that I think that's stupid. But right, it, but if it's we have other evidence, evidence. and he was rapping, you know, yeah. I think I've explained. Be, be it. like, be like, he gave he gave the the, the number uh uh the uh, uh 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 identification number on the gun, whatever that is, mm-hmm. in his rap lyrics, and it matched the evidence we had. Of course, yes, let's go. Right. So I guess uh, Fat Joe uh, said that. 95 percent of his 95% of his lyrics he said I've been rapping professionally for 30 years uh I've lied in almost 95 percent of my songs I'm being honest I write like I feel that day I'm just being creative you couldn't build a jail high enough for the lyrics I've said in the songs which are all untrue yeah and for- so I guess he doesn't lean back apparently not mm. For most rappers, that's true. Not all, but for most, yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm just assuming you, you you're artist and you're rapping. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see what happens with this. But uh, I guess now all the old rappers are gonna come out and be like, yeah. So I also be lying. Uh, <laughs> in case in case I'm ever up for any trials, I just want everybody to know I'm a lying ass nigga. I just I made it up. I don't made it up. Uh, I, I, speaking of lying, Jeezy. Who, of course, is getting young Jeezy or Jeezy? Is this it's just same Jeezy person? now, but it's the same person. Yeah. Okay, same person. Okay, I'm about yeah. to be confused. He's, well, I don't want to call him old Jeezy. That feels, that feels offensive. No, I just know him as young Jeezy, so that's why I said that. I Thank know, you. I, we, I'm, I'm just going along with the joke, everybody. <laughs> um, so young Jeezy or Jeezy as he goes by now, um, he's being accused of cheating by his, uh, I guess, wife. He just got divorce his estranged wife that they're getting a divorce she is now accusing him of being unfaithful during the marriage um and saying that it violates their prenup which is why i always say the people that just go get a prenup i'm always like y'all i know we broke and and it's just easy to say but the prenups don't be what y'all think they are Mm -mm, it's all types of stipulations to them shits yeah uh Mm -hmm. like people think that the the prenup is um just like a you won't get shit you leave what you came with and a lot of times the prenup is like under these conditions you get this much money and sometimes the prenup can be null and void by cheating Uh, there's often an infidelity clause that either jumps the money up way higher or completely nullifies the prenup prenuptial agreement and you just go a uh, motherfucker can get half of what you got now. Right. Um, and so most people don't know that. That's why they just speak real general, like, uh, just get a prenup, prenup. Oh, he cheated, but they got a prenup. Depend on the prenup. So I guess they must have had one of the kind that, you know, she claiming uh, 
is violated by the um by cheating so she says is he's cheating he says he's not cheating now this is what he said talking to nia long about uh infidelity my therapy says take care of little nia mm-hmm. wait why is this going all the way to the beginning that's not you know give me a second everybody i'll go find the relevant clip this is not what i wanted to show y'all uh but um he talks to to nia long um about uh like they had like i don't know if she has a podcast or what but um they have like this thing where um she sat down to like talk to him and have a conversation i don't know if it'll be repeated or what but it was her talking to Jeezy and infidelity came up. And this is the clip. Right. right. Like, and you got to know when it's time to be done. Right. And that's usually not about another person, an affair mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, some chick that's willing to like make you feel like a king. Cause right. that's why most men cheat. Most men cheat. Because that's, the, that's a fascinating to me. It's so gross. It's so stupid. I personally, this is my quote, and real yeah. niggas don't cheat. You don't think so? Hell no. I kind of understand what they you mean not. when you say that. They do not. I understand what you it's, mean it's, when you say it's that. It's something in us yeah. that makes us want to be right, right yes. across the board. But is that so that you, you are living up to the expectation that you've set for yourself? Right. right like okay so that's the clip that went viral but if so now it's not just that he's being accused of cheating by his ex-wife he has staked his reputation on being a real nigga that don't cheat so of course he had to come out and say uh, he had his his uh, statement on his behalf any claims of infidelity on mr jenkins behalf are 100 percent false and we have no further statements at this time so well, we will see yeah We'll we'll find out. We'll find out when that shit go to court and shit like that. We'll find out when lawyers get involved. Can I say though, their divorce has been so uncomfortable to me as a black person on Twitter and social media. And here's why. The amount of jokes black people, and I say black, have people have been making about Jimmy uh Jenny Mai being like Asian, it's like not just hack but like racist like oh i didn't know that yeah i've just like it's i haven't participated in that we didn't even talk about it on the show because no. i was just like who gives a fuck when about you know like who cares i mean they got divorced i mean it's pop culture news but it's not like oh my god my hero not right. jesus you know but yo it it's a lot of like like asian jokes about like their food confusing her with other asian women <gasps> oh Oh, I thought she, I thought this who Jeezy thought he was marrying. A lot of like, you know, jokes about her ethnicity and just, and, and just, in, and like, well, cause it's Asian, of course, any Asian culture, you know, it don't really matter where and she come from. Up, right. Here's a joke that involves the word Thai. Here's a joke that involves the word Japan. Oh, no. All kinds of shit is, I don't know if anybody else saw this shit and I'm sure, mm. uh, and it was widespread enough that I, I guess people didn't care. But this is one of the things where I'm like, I never, I never let it, I never will be under the impression that like black people, we just better people than everybody. It's like, no. nah, we just do fucked up shit. And you know, for the lar- large part, we just can't be called on it. Cause we've dealt with a type of oppression that our gallows humor is going to always be seen differently. But 
don't know. Sometimes it should be ugly, and it's mm-hmm. and it's mainstream enough that enough people are participating in it. People that claim to be, you know, that get offended the second any black shit happens. That's what I'm about to say. You 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 let somebody be married to somebody black, and they do that and get people mixed up and shit, and call them African, and y'all would have a fucking fit. Yeah, and it'd be like super hack jokes. And, and like I said, I saw them on more than more than just like it was Twitter, Insta, you know, like Instagram and Facebook be like a week behind, but still, just the same like like really racist hack shit. Like, oh, he, uh, he must have thought she was gonna fill him up for an hour, but he was ready. To, he was ready to fuck somebody else in ten minutes or whatever. You're like, what? What's happening here, guys? What? Why did you think that was good? Yeah, yeah, this is not good, guys. Anyway, I don't know if anybody else noticed that. A uh, Josh Giddy, more information is coming out about him. He is the white player mm-hmm. who is accused of having sex with an underage girl, um, and more information is dropping because uh, it's being investigated and being confirmed. I know people want the NBA and 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 the the league and the uh, team to move on it um, uh, right away, you know. Uh, but you know, but. Because it's like, well, I've seen enough. I've seen Twitter, but obviously they're going to confirm shit for oh, real. You got to have evidence. Don't nobody care about y'all niggas on Twitter. So now his defense is rolling out. And it seems like what they're going to roll with is this girl lied to him and he believed it. So uh, the encounter, it was two years ago. And allegedly they only spent one night together. Uh, and he is claim is claimed that he was he was he's twenty one now I think, which wouldn't mean. I, so this is the part that that gets confusing to me. Let me look up his age right now, uh, because they be putting shit in the article, and I I, I feel like it's to make him look better. Um, okay, so he's twenty one now. Okay, so that means two years ago he was nineteen. Okay. But that means whatever age the girl was at the time, she was, was two, two years, years younger, younger than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's 21 now. He's claimed to have believed a California teen. He was pictured shirtless alongside and pics licked on social media. Was 19 when they met at a club in 2021. Um, according to sources who spoke to Australian site Code Sports. Um, the Oklahoma City Club featured in the video had a policy of only admitting supposedly had been people over the age of 18 so it wasn't like he was 21 and he was like oh she's drinking she's 21 but the club supposedly you gotta be 18 and he was 19 so he's like anyone in here must be of age a certain age right after realizing the girl was under 18 the next day giddy said it said that broken off the relationship according to sources uh, who spoke to Cold, uh, Cold Sports. The age of consent in Oklahoma is 16, while the, age, uh, while the age of consent in California is 18. Um, so it was Oklahoma City, supposedly, with this club. This is the only one that I keep hearing they're investigating. I've heard scuttlebutt. There's other girls, but I have seen nothing that, that confirms that yet. Mm-hmm. And, of course, no other girl has come forward and accused them of anything. Right. Um, so mathematically, if he was, so what age was the girl then? He was nineteen at the time. I don't know. They're not putting her age now or then in these articles, Mm-mm. which is 
maybe they can't confirm it but it seemed like you know the girl that should be enough to confirm the age is saying her age would not be identifying her in any of these news articles so there does seem to be like some reticence to say that um in videos online giddy addresses the camera talking to an unknown person and says what's up my man we're at the club front of the club me and my girl about to head back to mine uh, the post has seen evidence that uh, appears to confirm the girl in the picture is still a high school student who would have been under the age of 18 years in 2021. She has not publicly been identified, has not spoken publicly since the alleged relationship was exposed last week. Um, reps for Giddy declined to comment uh, to comment when contacted on Friday. However, he remains under investigation by the Newport Police Department in California and the NBA over allegations he had an inappropriate relationship with the minor. Uh, added to the mystery, New York police report, Newport police reports, Newport Beach, I'm sorry, police reports uh, show he was pulled over in the neighborhood twice in two days in 2022. So that would be last year, which is after he the one night, supposedly the relationship was over. So, and that, does, I mean, he could technically be in that neighborhood and not be seeing her. But also, that is an interesting note. Uh, he was pulled over July 17th and July 21st and ticketed for failure to display two license plates on his vehicle, failure to possess a transponder on vehicle or pay by plate payment. Uh, his reps did not respond. So, yeah, um, look, it don't look good for him. Um, and just because she's not cooperating criminally, it doesn't necessarily mean the police would have to drop that. Um Although at the same time, um, a lot of times if the person's not cooperating, police won't pursue it. That's and that's not a NBA thing, a white people thing. That's a kind of a just general like it's harder to make the case when the person isn't claiming or cooperating yeah, and or it, corroborating anything. Correct. And it varies per state, but yes. Yeah, so um but you know, like I said, I'll go back to what I said on our feedback show. The NBA is notoriously lacks on this shit you're not gonna find a lot of examples of them being preemptive on any of the accusation stuff you like now the nfl which i think is where a lot of people getting their wires crossed the nfl has commissioners exempt list mm -hmm. their commissioner has more power than the nba commissioner right and they get you up out of the paint right away pretty much you get accused of some shit and they like he can't play saturday or, front, or sunday and whether you think that's fair or unfair that seems to be the way they roll they err on the side of if it's gonna make us look bad, let's just get him out of here. Uh, unless it's like you know, maybe if somebody got accused of something in the playoffs, they might not do it. But in general, they get your ass up out of there, mm -hmm. um, just off the look, you know. And then, you know, if you, later you they find out, oh, actually that person's innocent. Uh, sorry, I know you missed a couple years of your career. Whoops, you know. But in general, they get you up out of here. Um, the NBA doesn't do that, so I don't think that we're going to see that uh, with Josh Giddy. but I don't think we would see that with anybody. We didn't see it with Dwight Howard. No. We didn't see it with Carl uh, Malone. We didn't um, see it with Kobe Bryant. We didn't see it with Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, Ime Adoka, um, once again, suspended by his team, not the league. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't know. I, just, I think it's, it's interesting watching this Josh Giddy shit unfold, but – um, and I, I'm, I, you know, I'm very interested to see what happens because I think if there's enough people upset about it, maybe something will be done. But I, I don't, 
I haven't really seen a, that much outrage about it other than, you know, the, the people, the people that are the most outraged about it are trying to turn it into just a race thing. And it's not really about a, what I think he did is so disgusting that it's, it's beyond what these other people have done, which I think would be a more valid argument to be like, I think what he did is worse than what these other guys have been accused of. And he should be punished whether or not like there's any criminal element to it at all, whether he's prosecuted or taken a trial, I don't care. He should just be punished by the league taking away games because I find what he did to be unconscionable. But most people are making this uh, this argument of if it was a black man when they don't have a corollary to point out when when yeah, this yeah. happened for a black man. Right. They don't have the evidence and the players association would never allow the NBA commissioner to do this in the first place. Like they're like, the fuck you is. No. Right. Like that shit matters too. Like there, you know, the the players association is going to protect the players. And so it's one of these things where you sit back and think about it, think of all these situations and go back to Dwight Howard. You know, you know, a lot of people don't even know about that situation when he was at the Bobcats. You mm-hmm. know, a photo popped up with, with underage girls posted a photo online yeah. talking about he flew them out you know but you know guess what he was never suspended none of that stuff so not even investigated right so it's, it's, it's one of those things to where i do understand the frustration about athletes and how they're treated and things like that very very valid don't get me wrong but you know if you're going to to make that correlation here you need to have evidence other than i feel like i feel a certain way yeah and the league don't really want that smoke to be honest, they don't and, even really want to go down this rabbit hole because um, cause no, you can't, I don't think you really can recover from some shit like this. No, and my thing is this, and and and, and not to be cruel, but they're not police officers. They're not the police department. And people want the leagues to actually be the police. You want jail time and you want punishment. I get it. But you know what? If society cannot handle it, regularly why would you think a workplace can handle it yeah i think the uh, and for me i agree with you but in the bigger picture to me is like everyone cherry picks when they want the league to be the police but then they they always flop when it's back to them when it's somebody that looks like them not every single person but a lot of these people go whoa 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 slow down you know like i said people i still know people who are mad at gail king who are mad at women that when Kobe died, they were like, yeah, he's a rapist. Still mad. Mm-hmm. But now they're like, we got to get Josh Giddy up out of here. And it's like, okay, I, I guess the angle has to be, I think his rape is worse than Kobe's rape. Cause I don't like, I know the angle isn't he completely innocent, you know, like if you've done any research into that, read anything he said when talked to the police, like, I know your argument is, I mean, maybe that's what you have to rationalize, but that ain't what the facts match up with. So, yeah, it it just seemed like um, people are cherry picking here, but we'll see. Um, Let's see what else is happening. Uh, Florida GOP chair accused of, man, a lot of sexual assault. Sexually assaulting threesome partner. Oh, no. Here's the part that is so wild, because I've said this a million times on this show. Police are investigating Christian Ziegler, husband of Moms for Liberty co-founder Bridget Ziegler, over accusation he sexually assaulted the couple's alleged partner. 
when I tell you motherfuckers, when they name <laughs> these organizations, whatever the Republicans name their organizations, they are always doing the opposite. Yes, they are. They are always doing the opposite. It's unfucking canny. A hundred moms, and it'd be two single dads just just in Iowa being like, I don't like women at the Super Bowl being shaking their ass. Uh yeah, this is me. This is uh Randy Jones from a hundred moms for for charity. I'm I'm calling the NFL out. <laughs> well, how many moms y'all got in there? None yet, but I mean, listen. We working on it. We got the LLC first. Okay. We we beat them to the trademark. All right. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's under criminal investigation over allegations of sexual battery by a woman who claims to have been involved in a long-term sexual relationship with both of them. So they had like a, for all of their Moms for Liberty, conservative value mm-hmm. stuff, and it is po- important to point this out because I don't have a problem with, pro- I don't have a problem with open relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with prob- polyamory. I don't have a problem with any of that shit. I don't have zero problems on my side. It's what the fuck y'all stand but for. if you if you are involved in and participating in the oppression of the people, other people who participate in this stuff in the open, right? if that's how you make your check, you're a piece of shit. And I will always point out the hypocrisy of that. You know, um, the investigation, because that's the other thing they like to do is hide behind this shit. So once they get busted and it's inevitable that, you know, because it's not like they're just being outed for having threesomes or having a having an open marriage he's been outed for he's being accused of sexual assault right but i guarantee you within like a week or two a statement will come out that's basically like listen just because we practice a non-traditional form of of marriage does not give people the right to persecute us which is a it's what y'all do. Y'all persecute people all the time for this. All the time. But Take two, away their rights. But two, that's not what you're being accused of. Mm-mm. You know, it's, 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 it's Dwight Howard coming out and being like, well, just it shouldn't matter if I'm, if I'm gay or not. Bro, we're not talking about you being gay. No, we're not. This conversation is about you being accused of rape. That's different. So don't try to confuse me with the sleight of hand to be like, I thought y'all were open-minded. Really? Like, I'm open-minded as fuck about you being whatever, bisexual, that does not matter. I'm not going to ever be open-minded about you sexually assaulting somebody. No, I'm not. Mm -hmm. That's not not part of my dogma, dog. Like, and I try to be a fair person. I don't just come on here and be like, he did it. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying he even did it, but right. the conversation is that's what you're being accused of. Same thing with Kevin Spacey when he tried to come out mm-hmm. the closet. But it's like, bro, you're coming out the closet being accused by multiple men of sexual assault. You're not correct. You're not coming out of the closet because it's just like, oh, you know, like, oh, celebrate. Like, nah, bro, mm-hmm. you can't trick me. Right. And the only reason why is because the shit came up. If it wasn't for this, would you even come out? Right. So the woman is accused of a sexual assault while the pair were alone in her home in Sarasota, Florida. The police report mentions the phrases rape, sexual assault, allegations, sexually battered, but is otherwise heavily redacted. Sources with knowledge of the investigation told the Trident that police officers executed a search warrant on his phone. And the GOP chair is alleged to have recorded sexual encounters between himself, his wife, and this woman. Charges have not yet been filed against Ziegler, and the incident remains under investigation. He, of course, has denied any wrong re- wrongdoing it says they will be completely exonerated just the fact that you're yeah like i said you're such a fucking hypocrite um but yeah it's it's it's, it's you're like and there's these far-right grifters they make so much fucking money mm-hmm. 
off that's of why, this that's shit. That's why they get into it. Yeah, like same thing with Santos. That's why he fucking get into it. And they and it's weird because like they won't be held accountable. Like so George Santos eventually, I guess, was held accountable, and then criminally probably will be held accountable. But like there's another way to hold these people accountable be like hey you don't live your values we're not fucking with you but i think gop is just power uh, by any means necessary any means it was like you still gonna vote the same i don't give a fuck who you vote who you fucking vote so they campaign aggressively against education on issues of gender race and sexuality in school postures themselves miles for liberty as a deeply moralistic and presence presents his leadership as embodiments of traditional christian family values motherfuck you motherfuck you dog the notion that one of its uh founders is involved in a menage a trois and that her husband may have assaulted their mutual partner stands antithetical to the public face of the organization it does present yep and what will be the actual accountability like if he goes to jail that i count that that's accountability for sure but um what will be the actual accountability from within his party and within his support group i think none agreed i don't think there'll be any accountability Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and as long as is uh uh the the wife who's the president of of the mom for liberties keep getting out there keep fucking banning them books keep they they, they don't care All right they don't i mean it's just like you're doing enough to persecute people we don't really care if you don't live care. your values or not right we'll take we'll take whatever we can get over here um all right let's move into uh some other stuff uh let's see maybe we do some let me check the articles i have saved coming up um yeah i guess we can do some uh some fucking with black people how about that everybody uh get my fucking with black people music on fucking with black people Fucking with black people. All right, you guys know what it is. It's time for fucking with black people. Uh, the game we go all around the globe and we find different articles uh, and we uh, rate them from zero to. 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people um listening um you know reading this shit uh the first article is felicity huffman uh felicity huffman you might know from being an actress but also from the college admission scandal yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the one that was like take that shit to trial bitch they was like oh you want to take it to trial you they was like oh you don't you you we're actually just trying to offer it to you lightly, but you took that shit to trial. They were like, bitch, go to jail. Right. Um, so, uh, Felicity Huffman is speaking out for the first time about her role in the high profile college admission scandal, Operation Varsity Blues, which began, uh, which was revealed in, to the public in 2019 and resulted in her serving 11 days in uh, prison. Y'all remember I made a t-shirt like free Felicity Huffman and like the joke was by the time the shirt gets to you, it's all right. She was free, but uh, Ah! I ended up taking it down because nobody bought it, but that was a good ass shirt. Uh, Huffman pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest service mail fraud as a result of working with the college admission consultant Rick Singer to falsely to falsify her daughter's SAT scores. 
Um, so she says, I felt like I had to give my daughter a chance at a future in an interview with ABC six, seven. And so it was sort of like my daughter's future, which meant I had to break the law. Ma'am, the lies, the goddamn lies. This was cheaper than you doing what other people do, which is like buying a wing of a building or whatever it is. You didn't want to go that route, so you tried to go a cheaper route, and they was like, no, you can't do this. And and on top of that, did your daughter even ask for this? Her poor daughter was out there living her best life out on a yacht somewhere, and they was like, bitch, look at what your mama did. And now she fucking embarrassed. Yeah, I know some of, I don't know if it was her, but I know some of the people involved, like, their kids were like influencers already making millions of dollars. Just, right. just being on Instagram promoting like dresses and shit. And then you're like, but you got to get into college and stuff. And I think it's just the greed of prestige. Like I need my daughter to look it like it says something about me that my daughter is in this college. Right. Some kids may have not even won it. After a year, he started to say, your daughter's not going to get in any colleges that she wants to. And I believed him. So when he slowly started to present the criminal scheme, it seemed like I know this seems crazy at the time, but that was my only option to give my daughter a future. And I know a hindsight is twenty twenty, but it felt like I would be a bad mother if I didn't do it. So I did it. Uh, once the FBI investigated the operation, they brought federal charges against 33 parents who participated in the plot. Mm-hmm. And most of them folded. You chose not to. That's why you got 11 days. They came into my home. Well, my kids sleep. No, she said they they came into my home. They woke my daughters up at gunpoint. Again, nothing new to the black and brown community. Then they put my hands behind my back and handcuffed me. And I asked if I could get and I asked if I could get dressed. I thought it was a hoax. I literally turned to one of the FBI people in a flak jacket and gun, and I went, "Is this a joke?" Child, bitches, you don't get the fuck out, whole fuck out my face. <laughs> Who the fuck you think you is? Nino Brown? The fuck is this? <laughs> I, the, the, the part that, because this isn't fucking with black people, the part that is the, again, nothing new to the black and brown community. And I want to give her a lot of credit for that. Not for pointing out the. Now, why like, am I in it? Yeah, yeah, like absolutely, absolutely care. And I, we definitely wonder why uh, we are in it. Uh, right! Bitch, uh, that at you, not me! Right, right. Um, but uh, but what I wanted to point out though was, um, uh, uh, it's uh, hold on, let me play your clip. Now, That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. I caught it straight for no reason, dog. I just want to give her props for the finesse, because what she essentially said, if you speak what she's saying, they treated us. Like they be treating black and brown people. That's exactly what she said. And I'm not, I'm decidedly far away from that. I am a rich white lady in Hollywood. And they came in my house like I was living in the black and brown community, treating me like an N-word. That's what she said it. It just, she finessed mm-hmm. it in there. That's what she said. So if, if most people would not pick up on it. They probably think we're being too sensitive right now. But I speak that. Mm-hmm. And, and and I know. <laughs> She's like, can you believe it? They must, they must have thought I was Breonna Taylor with this bullshit. Now, that's what happens over there not, across the tracks. Not over here. This ain't the South Side. This isn't Compton. <laughs> um, I'm in the gated community. The fuck is this? Yeah. Um, so uh, she's now 
bringing attention to a new way of life, a women's nonprofit where she completed her court-ordered community service hours. After the mandatory time, Huffman continued volunteering at the organization and joined the board of directors. A new way of life helps women struggling after incarceration with housing, legal services, workforce, and education development and advocacy per their website. So... Uh, she's rolling out her PR, trying to get back in everyone's good graces, uh, mm-hmm. letting everybody know what happened. Yep. Zero to hundred, Karen. Oh, this this gets a motherfucking one. This gets actually gets a Jakaris, cause bitch, you only spent eleven days in jail. Mm-hmm. You have people who change their kids' address to their aunt's address so they can get in a better school district, get more time than you did. Get the fuck out my face. Yeah, and much like Josh Giddy. You know, if you was a real black dude, they would arrest you along. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that clip cut off. You know, if you was a real black dude, they would arrest you along. I guess I cut it off. My my bad. I fucked that one up. It's supposed to say a long time ago. Um, but so uh, I give it a hundred. Yeah, I give it a hundred because, it, and it's mostly just out for the one the extreme privilege of acting like my daughter would not have had a future and acting like you didn't break the goddamn law yeah and and it's not her fault per se in that i cannot uh, stop associating with this but the black woman who lied about her address to get her kid in a better school in texas Mm -hmm. and literally went to fucking prison right off of that shit and then you have the fucking audacity as a rich well-to-do famous white lady to be like i thought it was only this no other choice you so what your daughter your daughter couldn't have went to community college or whatever whatever state school she would have just had qualified for whatever she did had a grades for that she i'm sure she would have got in for the record wherever she did want to like maybe it wasn't on her short list of special schools but she could have went to some school somewhere in this country and you decided that that it was not good enough for her and then you want to turn it into trying to make some corollary between us and you get the fuck out of here it's not no, the same I, I don't feel bad for you at all uh you have to know your budget you know you you wanted to do a champagne budget on a beer budget type of thing because you didn't have enough money to buy a wing so you was like well i do this route this and still get you in there yeah not yeah i it's just pathetic to me mm-hmm. right because there's people that pay all the time to get their kids in school this is nothing new we talked about this a little bit on the show yesterday but juliana margolis uh said what actor faces backlash over podcast discussion around the israel hamas war uh loads of social media users are wondering what just came out of juliana margolis's mouth that was that podcast we were listening to right uh yeah, yes you listen to some of it. i listen to the whole thing mm-hmm. uh the good wife and morning show actor is in hot water for comments she made about anti-semitism and what she says is a lack of support by the black and lgbtq plus communities for israel in the wake of the october 7th hamas attack critics have a few choice words for her choice of words such as racist islamophobic and transphobic uh the actress was on the november 20th episode of the back room with andy ostroy now what i think is interesting uh is that this show was released a couple weeks ago, but it really didn't blow up until like Friday. Um, so like uh, November 20th, it was out there, but it, was it wasn't until like December weeks. the 1st or something that yeah, people were like, two weeks. what happened? Um, she, uh, Ostro is a self-proclaimed proud Democrat. That's the host of the show. Uh, Andy, 
um, a producer and director known for his HBO documentary on late wife on late wife Adrian Shelley, writer director of the 2007 film Waitress. The podcast begins benignly enough with a discussion of her work and with the Holocaust education program and the Museum of Jew- Jewish Her- at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York, as well as her recent performance as journalist Laura Peterson in Apple TV Plus series on the Morning Show. Uh, the character is a lesbian, although Margulies is straight. Uh, oh yeah, this is an aside. This is something I noticed a while ago. I, I'm I, I'm not even really trying to start no shit or take a lot of comments on it, but uh, I think I'm off of the like you got to be the orientation of the character you're playing bandwagon thing because I noticed that it never is applied to women. It's only applied to men. Agreed. And to me, I'm like I don't even know what that means. It's like so we have to out men or. Or women, it's okay. We assume all women get the are are some lesbian or bisexual, do it right? Or some, it just feels like a weird double standard that no one wants to really address because there's not this vitriol and stuff. It, it, they might do it if you play a trans character, but this woman, no one, no one calls out this. At least that I've seen, this no one's like starting these hate campaigns and dislike of these women actresses being like, but she's married to a man. Why she get to play a lesbian? So I think I'm off of that shit. I, you know, it's not that I'm going to de- denigrate anybody that does hold people to that standard, but I don't think I'm, I don't think it's being applied evenly. And I don't think it's, it doesn't sound fair to me. No, no, it, it does not. And, and to an extent, I, I guess I completely understand people that are like, Hey, it's your sexual orientation should not matter if you are the best qualified for the role. Yeah, my point is just more like, well, they'll say like, well, it's because we want. Go- there are people who have lived experiences like this. We want the roles to go to those people, and it's not fair because those people aren't getting the roles. And I agree. I agree too. I don't know why that would stop with women. It just seemed like it should right. be that way for every, all, all the roles, or shouldn't, or you got to let yeah. it go. It needs to be like and across the board. Selectively right? applying it feels weird, and especially when we know the consequences of people, especially in Hollywood, men specifically being out, can literally ruin and the motherfucker's career, typecast them, all that shit. So there's a lot of pressure, like where someone might play a role as gay, but they might not be out. And I won't say the actor's name, but I can think of a very prominent actor that from everything I heard and know, this person is like gay, right? But the a huge percentage of this actor's fans do not know he's gay and the roles he's taken, even when he takes a role where he is being gay in the role, they go, oh man, that brother, I know he ain't want to do that role. They, he ain't want to kiss that dude. So like they, they support him low-key because they think he's straight right but at the end of the day it shouldn't matter Mm-mm. but we're essentially saying until he outs himself we're going to keep denigrating him for taking roles as where he's gay I, that doesn't sound right it doesn't sound clean or like a it sounds like we moved the goalpost on that stuff and so it, it didn't even mean to get into this part of it but it's just something i've been thinking about for a few months now and i'm like yeah i, I don't think we have really made the tools to adjudicate this and especially for it to not be a consequence-free environment where someone can be like, well, actually, I took this role because I am bi. Without, and, and then they don't suffer any consequences. We right. immediately will right. be like, oh, he lost, damn, he lost to James Bond. Uh, damn, that's weird. <laughs> like, like, we know how this society is. Anyway, so um, they, they, both, they are both Jewish, so they go on to talk about anti-Semitism in light of the Israel-Hamas war. 
Uh, Margulies describes herself during the podcast as not religious, but called out a lack of support for Israel. She described the instance during last month's March for Israel in Washington, which supporters were left stranded at the airport after bus drivers chartered to drive them to a rally deliberately failed to show up. If that had happened to any other marginalized community, this country would be in an uproar. But because it happened to the Jews, for some reason, it's laughable. Uh, I just want to say, one, I had not heard the story. So this is one of the things I was talking about yesterday when I was like, I there's literally stuff, just depending on who you follow, what your algorithm is, your algorithm you do is. not see. Nope. I have never even heard this story. There are several stories she mentioned on this episode that as statements of fact, I'm not calling her a liar. I know other people are going to call her a liar because I think there's a lot of confirmation bias going on right now. Anytime one of the sides says some shit that you don't like or whatever, it immediately is like, that's because it's lying. It's not true. That's why I've seen so much, you know? Um, so I, I, this is one of the reasons I don't, don't want to get involved in the back and forth is because mm-hmm. literally I've seen people share something that goes, this is evidence that this did happen. Someone else shares something else. This is evidence that that didn't happen. And neither one has proven anything to me, but they both have proven it to each other enough that they, to themselves, that they will not ever budge. Agreed. Agreed. And like you say, everybody's algorithm is different and the algorithm knows you. And like you say, there are things that people are seeing on their algorithm that I'm not seeing and things that I'm seeing that they're not seeing. Because she's stopping to scroll on this stuff, which I'm not judging for that. I think there's shit I stop and scroll on, you know, even if it's for a split second, even if you're trying to avoid it, you stop Twitter, all these algorithms nakedly know what you your brain is stopping on if it's just for a split second and they're like um okay when this type of post comes down his timeline he's, he reads it so we're gonna create more so we gotta you know he clicks on this one he goes to see the quote tweets we gotta give him more even if he's not engaging with it he's not retweeting it he's not mm-hmm. arguing with it but he'll they it knows and yep. so i would imagine especially right now for jewish people palestinian people um the stuff that they're seeing is actually different than the stuff I'm seeing. Agreed. It's the only thing that truly makes sense when I listen to these podcasts and I see people go on rants mm-hmm. and they, cause they're, they're triggered by something and it's not just, you know, I think it gets reduced to like free Palestine, but then they be saying shit where it's like, they put babies in ovens and y'all okay with this. And I'm like, I haven't seen no babies in oven. I'm not trying to tell you that didn't happen. Right, I haven't seen it. Either, I just right. didn't see it. But I, but by by how angry you are, I know you saw something. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if it was propaganda. I don't know if someone lied to you. I don't right. know if someone lying to me and saying it didn't happen. I don't know the truth to be honest, because um, I'm getting all this third hand through social media through a lot of people who are, you know, willfully wanting me to feel a way or another way. Period. But I do know that the response is a triggered response that to me points out that there's something that is beyond just uh, um, like this shit, like this shit is emotional. This ain't no fucking, Oh, we can have a public debate about it. It's like, no, if I saw somebody put a baby in the oven or someone told me that that's some shit that happened, someone's like, you know, I was a hostage and I saw 10 Hamas people rape somebody and then shoot them in the head I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to just chalk that up to like a very sober internet take of like, well, listen, maybe, you know, that's just the cost of what happens when you do like, that's some shit you can say here. Cause it ain't happening here. 
But but you know, for all the you know liberal wokey shit that people talk, that's a very callous sort of mindset, you know. Right, and also it's one of those things, and I completely understand when people are upset and things have triggered them, and they have things that they have seen and heard on their social media. And when people, and nobody is above this, whenever you get angry like that, you just shoot across the bow at everybody. And when you do that, people who have nothing to do with it end up getting hit with strays, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's why the response is like, well, bitch, you racist, bitch, you this, bitch, you that, bitch, you, because people are like, because basically a lot of people are like, well, why did you even bring us up in this situation? We ain't right. got nothing to do with this. And like the interview dude was kind of leaning her into some of these things. And I know when you're talking amongst friends, maybe that can happen, but this is a podcast that's about to go out to everybody. Right. And there's a, there's in, in an environment where people aren't giving people the benefit of the doubt. And so I don't know. It's almost kind of like when someone's that rageful, it they're not going to reach the people that they claim to want to reach. I think they want to no. hurt the people mm-hmm. that you know they want to hurt the people the way they feel hurt yes. and so she says uh because he brought up like you know young people spewing uh anti-semitic hate are often concerned with pronouns and gender identity because what they've been seeing is a lot of these uh there's a lot of footage of college campuses young people who are like free palestine pro-palestine and of course they're young people some of them are probably going too far you're probably seeing some signs that are like I'm pro Hamas and stuff. I'm sure they've seen that because I've heard people react to people seeing that. I haven't seen it. That does not mean it's not happening. Right. I just don't roll in them circles and I'm trying to avoid them circles to be honest. Same. But if I were to see somebody with a sign that said like, yay, you know, some support Hamas. I did see the black lives matter, Chicago flyer about supporting Hamas. Yeah, you showed me that. That, yeah, that was very offensive. Up. Very offensive. I, I don't really give a fuck. Who, you don't have to like me. You don't have to listen to the show, but that shit was very inappropriate and offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, what I think is interesting about that is when they see that shit that of course their reaction is, well, you're supposed to be the liberal campus, the young, such and such. The things that Hamas actually stands for are antithetical to what you say you want. So if you're saying, and keep in mind, it could be one person with a sign about Hamas. Everyone else could just be out there like free Palestine. But if I'm being triggered and I feel attacked and I'm upset, I'm making everybody now, y'all all think, y'all all stand for Hamas. Yeah. That, and I heard that in the podcast. I've heard it in other places, too, when people get yeah, upset about this. Too. It turns into everyone who is not in lockstep with what Israel is doing is in lockstep with Hamas. Every Palestinian who has been killed is uh, it's Hamas that killed them. And it's the fact that these Palestinians actually do fuck with Hamas. They, you know, whether y'all like it or not. So they basically then did then kick them out you know shit like that that you know obviously must be more complicated on the ground than that and right the the thing that i think they can't hear or understand from other folks is that when you're saying support israel people don't feel like what israel is doing killing so many people that they don't feel like that's a thing they can support like, like if it was support Israel, like send aid 
to the families that you know had their people kidnapped send you know send like i think people would be more down with that but once when they wake up every morning it's like another thousand people have been killed Mm -hmm. and and you know and 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 with via social media you're seeing like this professor his whole him and his whole family have been killed um people aren't going to be able to accept that and go well, I still have to support Israel. Like a lot of people are like, no, that I don't support that part of it, regardless of what was done October 7th. I, there's a level of like get back that I'm not going to be able to be down with. And I think that seems to be the huge disconnect because if you're Jewish and you're like, um, hey, there's a lot of anti-Semitism happening here. Uh, I actually uh, I'm I'm not down with them blowing up all this shit. But at the same time. Hamas isn't good guys people go oh you're a Zionist and you just want you you do want all these people to get killed and they're like I didn't say that and I don't agree with that all right but then on the other side of if people are like free Palestine it's like oh so you are down with Hamas and you think it's okay they killed everybody on October 7th and that they put babies in ovens and shit and people are like I didn't say that and and I feel like that's I don't know like for my circle yeah they yeah. keep going back and forth about that Yes. And I think she got caught up in this shit. She said, these people want us to call them they, them, or whatever they want us to call them, which I have respectfully really made a point of doing, like, be whatever you want to be. Um, but if they stepped foot in, that Islamic, in an Islamic country, it's those people that will be the first people beheaded and their heads played with like a soccer ball on the field. And, those who, and that's who they're supporting, terrorists who don't want women to have rights, LGBTQ people get executed, bar none, you're dead. And that's not, listen, that's not a lot as far as the oppression that some, uh, uh, like Hamas and some terrorist organizations have done, Al-Qaeda to have done to LGBTQ people. Like, they have literally killed people, thrown them off top of buildings. Like, that's, but I don't, I think what happens is everyone's fighting, so you hear that and you're like, what's my counterpoint? As opposed to like, no, nah, you're right, that saying someone with a sign saying i support hamas but also it's because i'm a super liberal person it probably doesn't really align value-wise because hamas isn't a super liberal organization they're not they actually don't believe or support what these what the way that these the the values of these children in college and stuff Mm -hmm. but i think there has to be some allowance for these are children in college and they're radical and they're and they're experimenting and they're pushing shit that maybe they don't fully understand and there's a way to educate them that's not just you know yelling at them or whatever even right. though i understand the urge to yell at people because it's insulting and it's triggering Correct. to because because two things things are happening at the same time mm-hmm. anti-semitism is happening at the same time as anti as, as islamophobia yes it is like like it's happening at the same time so but what i'm what i'm seeing is people cherry picking the story so it's like oh Pal- some palestinian people got shot see this is the consequence of da 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 but then it's like some uh if, if a jewish woman is assaulted or something they're like i didn't see that like i like i'm just like i don't want to lose my side of this argument so i'm not i'm gonna give up this ammunition um but yeah uh she went on to describe how she tried to educate herself on hamas and the aftermath of october 7th um citing the 2014 documentary the green prince and episodes of the podcast making sense with sam harris it's really not about israel it's about hamas and jihadism and radical islamists i'm educating myself i don't want to spend my day learning about jihadists they're toxic horrible human inhuman people who think i shouldn't exist in the world p.s not just because i'm jewish but also because i'm a woman 
Um, about 26 minutes into the podcast, she criticized supporters of Palestinians for abetting anti-Semitism. There's a film being shown by this black lesbian club, and she said it with the hard B and L. Like this black lesbian club on Columbus, well, Col- damn. <laughs> on Columbia's campus, and they put signs up that said "No Jews Allowed." Um, and, and then this article links to it um, to the New York Post. It says Columbia University lesbian group disinvites Zionists from movie night. Um, but let me see if it said no Jews allowed. So it said, it said um, well, Lion Les, an organization called Lion Les sent out a message to students promoting an on-campus black lesbian film event is explicitly said no Zionists would be welcome to attend. It's free Palestine over here. Zionists aren't invited. See you soon, Lion Les. So it doesn't actually say no Jews. It says no Zionists, which from my understanding is a different type of thing than being a Jew, just being Jewish. But once again, I really think it is you're with me or against me and everyone's hearing the most extreme. So she she heard this story, read it, trickled through the grapevine. Once again, I never saw this because right. I think my algorithm is like, right, ain't clicking on these. Right. But if I was stopping and stopping on shit like this, I'm sure it would have showed me. But it seems like it's we're not down with Zionists, not Jews. But it's a distinction that I feel like people not making when you're so mad. You're like, that means Jews to me now. Um, and as someone... <laughs> this is the this is the part i i mean it's 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 so bad and laughable and as someone who plays a lesbian journalist on the morning show i'm more offended by it as a lesbian than i am as a jew to be honest with you what what uh yeah man she she was just kind of i think she was just she was mad she was on one correct but he was like kind of just egging it on not saying he was like like he was just tossing the alley oops and letting her dunk it, right? Um, Versus asking for pure clarification, and, and it, you know like it's that, like a yeah. friendly environment, so he's not like challenging her. Mm-hmm. But I really think sometimes you could benefit from being challenged in a situation like this, only to clarify because yes. of what ended up happening with her getting aggravated, uh, aggregated, the internet going wild, us talking like. In that moment, someone might could have been like, "Okay, so you're not really a lesbian, right?" So can you can you explain so, yourself? Or why do you yeah. feel like that? Like, is that like, like are you serious right now or whatever? You know, and maybe she would have doubled down and be like, "I am serious. If I played a lesbian, that's the same thing as being a lesbian," and and it, it would have been it, worse, right? It would have been what it is, and it's but it's also one of those things as follow up questions matter, and I do understand, like you said, from what I heard, it was kind of a laid back interview, but still. You're being recorded. You are an interviewer. Follow-up questions do matter when people make statements like that. You Clarification matters so that, you know, they can get their full thoughts out there. And if she would have said that, you go, okay, now you know where she stands. Yeah. Um, so uh, she says, um, uh, oh, towards the end of the, po- of the podcast um, appearance, she referenced Ken Burns' documentary, The U.S. and the Holocaust. And she she brings up something we bring up all the time here, that Hitler was inspired by the Jim Crow South, Mm -hmm. which is also why in the civil rights movement, the Jews were the ones who walked side by side with the blacks to fight for their rights because they know. And now the black community isn't embracing us and saying we stand with you the way you stood with us. Um, 
so this is a complicated thing i think for people that aren't black to hear but um black people have never been empowered with the support that israel is being empowered with like for all of the upsetness that is happening um when it comes down to the paperwork and the money the money and the paperwork is siding with israel right like the like the u.s might have a bunch of citizens that don't like what's happening the government is going to definitely still support israel it's definitely going to send money and weapons um and and as is most major governments are going to they might not like what israel's doing with it they might be encouraged they may they are like giving them weapons and concessions and being like please don't use them but it doesn't matter essentially they have that support i do not think and uh Ta-Nehisi Coe said this, kind of, but it's something I've said for a long time. I do not think black people from America are better or, uh, or above this. I don't mm-hmm. think we're turn-to-cheek people. I think we've never had a choice. Right, because so we've never we, been in a position of power to be able to do that, and it actually matters. Yeah, no, like, no government's coming to our rescue. No one's gonna g- g- let us have our own country with weapons and shit. So right. we'll never truly be in that situation. So supporting the black community during civil rights is more of a like, hey, we understand you're being oppressed and we're trying to help stop the oppression. Supporting mm-hmm. Israel right now in this moment, a lot of people want that to look like it doesn't matter how and, and when and what you do. We just got to say, hey, you're right. And there's nothing to be said about it. Doesn't matter who dies. Doesn't matter what what like whatever tactics you use. Doesn't matter uh any of this shit none of this should matter support is just us saying right on and i think it's because people are acknowledging that it's more complicated than that Mm -hmm. they're getting lumped into this like well then clearly you hate jews and i think that shit is not helping anybody look at where it's gotten us so far um but I, i once again it's easy for me to say in america far away from all this danger and and sober minds prevailing and shit like it's easy right. for me to say but um yeah it was it was it you know and of course black twitter really like went and got them quotes and went they went in yeah because it, it sounds inflammatory yeah um and i mean like i said i went and listened to it in full context because i that's just how i do i need to know what was said and um i still feel the way i feel about it that yesterday while i'm like She's seeing some shit and reacting to some shit that I ain't seen, but right. at the same time, it's not smart to react to this shit because it's just no. I'm sure if there was like, I'm sure there are podcasts or people that are, I mean, shit, we've seen it. We've seen people that uh, have advocated with what they feel is like, I'm advocating for Palestine, but then they go too far or they say some phrase or some shit that. The historical context means something different over there than it do here. And motherfuckers is getting fried for that shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what you just said is actually what people said during the Holocaust or something. And then it's like, well, I didn't mean it like that. Well, you hopped on here and you tried to be like first and, and loudest and wrongest, you know. Um, the other thing I'll add to it, and this is something I noticed during the not just this conversation, but a lot of these conversations. And I think it's something that uh people are having trouble articulating but this is what i hope and think they mean she brings up 
that she put up a black square on her Instagram at the George Floyd. Now, obviously, a lot of black people, we roll our eyes at that and laugh at that, right? Right. Like, okay. It doesn't mean a motherfucking thing. Yeah, it doesn't really mean shit to us. Uh, mm-hmm. But okay. You know, it's, it's, you want to signal that something, right? Yeah, that's right? about, about, about people to be their safety pin. Bitch, what the, what the fuck is safety pin you pin on your shirt? Yeah, but, 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 let, let me, you know, I'm, I'm going somewhere with it, right? So you got that. Um, and she also brings up that people aren't checking on her and her Jewish friends. Like, where the fucking are the phone calls? Where's the, like, you know, like something traumatic happened to my people October 7th. I look online and you're immediately throwing up free Palestine signs as opposed to like giving giving your friend a call, you know, and 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 like I said, there's been some stuff out there that's you know people recirculating Osama bin Laden's letter about America on TikTok and shit, and people you know, and I've uh, I've listened to podcasts. This is the, to me the best way to consume all this information is a podcast. Twitter is terrible. I'm sorry, mm-hmm, right? It's fucking terrible. Need something um, that's filtered. Yeah, yeah, you need something that has fact check, filter, and context to t- to Correct. even approach this shit because people will literally make up their own realities, and it just does not matter. They don't need any research or confirmation with their shit over there. They're just saying shit. They, right? You know, they're mad that Beyonce's film was shown uh, in Israel or something this weekend I, I i'm not even participating in that because i because they can't answer any questions you know like w- like whenever it's like well other every film comes out no no no, fuck that shit uh when it's you know uh yeah there's a lot of questions that haven't been answered yet and maybe they will be answered at some point but people don't even really know fully the full story of what's happening there mm-hmm. um and there's and they've been like she's a zionist she hates you know black it's capitalism i don't know I don't know. But my point being, like, Twitter's not a great place to find out that information. No, it's not. Because people will eschew, when you ask a question like, so are we sure the distribution deal is directly from her, her people, or whatever, they will eschew that and be like, well, she should know. Like, oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. You yeah, feel a way. talking, yes. You've been on Twitter all day. Everyone in your circle feels the same way. I, I'm not going to argue with you. That That's how you feel, right? Right. Um, but the phone calls and the the black square that said something to me mm-hmm. and it's this two things one when she put up that black square as many white people did as many non-black people did out of solidarity it's a surface level uh superficial acknowledgement Right. It doesn't really require you to do or mean anything. Mm-mm. It's just a, hey, 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 leave me alone. I put my black square up. I support the end of it. Right? Mm-hmm. That's number one. So when she sees people put up, in my opinion, what's happening, I don't even know if she would agree with this, but this is just the way I'm seeing it and thinking of it. When she sees people put up Free Palestine or whatever, or even something in support of Hamas, I think she feels a similar level of like, you don't even give a fuck. And this decide you chose? I think that's really how, like, like the way I put up my black square and really didn't give a fuck. Just wanted y'all to leave me the fuck alone. It's, I understand that this is the wave on social media. Because it's not like the stuff she said made me feel like, well, she definitely is in tune with the black community. The stuff she said on that podcast made me feel like, oh, no, no. You see black people as like a charity to help and black people better have your back. 
uh, whenever you decide to do whatever the fuck you're going to do. Right. Or else they, or they're ungrateful or some shit. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's such a misunderstanding of our community and the autonomy of our community. I, I'm not even going to argue with you about it. It's just you clearly just do not think of us as actual people. Um, so there, so the betrayal is I tried to help you people with a black square and this is what y'all do. That must, might as well be what she said. Right. And and I don't know why it's, it's focused only on the black people. My guess is that fucking Black Lives Matter poster thing went way super viral uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in Jewish social media circles in a way that it didn't in the other side because I think on the uh, on, in black circles and on the free Palestine circle people they basically just ignored that that shit happened like it wasn't a lot of recriminations it was just kind of like oh that was uh, that was unsavory and he just moved on right like it didn't happen but I would imagine that if I was Jewish I'd be like I'm gonna look at this picture every day and be like fuck y'all um so that's the first thing is that circle stuff um I mean not circle stuff that wow this is what y'all agree with it, it clearly doesn't mean shit um and then the other part of it is this idea of not being right and wrong but being old like i didn't put up i didn't say george floyd it was fucked up just because it was wrong i said it because there's gonna come a time when you owe me back and i'm like what is that like justice can't be like transactional if that's how you feel a lot of people it is yeah if that's Mm -hmm. how you feel then don't put up the square don't do it then if it's just like a a, i'm gonna be checking back in to make sure i get mine back that's that's not what that should be about you know what i mean like so i just like that felt very you know weird and i would imagine it does feel like a betrayal because a lot of the social media stuff isn't really true investment it's not necessarily real activism and it must suck that your friends that practice that kind of like same slacktivism of putting that black square up, that they decided that they were going to put up the Palestine square and not the Jewish square, that that must fucking, that would hurt. You know what I'm saying? I'm, this is not, a, regardless of whether or not they would agree with what Israel is doing, just the idea of somebody being like, no, your side is the side we're not on. And you're even if you're like, well, I don't agree with the bombing and shit. I'm just I'm just saying that something happened to us and we should acknowledge that something happened to us and that this is the thing. Like there should be a reaction to what happened. And, and we have there's hostages. There's shit is still happening. And then mm-hmm. people go, yeah, your side is the losing side on social media. So I don't want to be with the losing side on social media. Social media. And it's honestly, sadly, it's only that deep for a lot of people. Yes, it is. It like I wish it was deeper than that, but everything's transactional. Everything social media. Everything's politicized. Everything's transactional, and I think that that's a part of this that is being reacted to that was not being spoken about. Right. And I don't think anyone's gonna be able to articulate that that's what's happening. But at least that's the vibe I picked up from listening to that podcast. Was oh she's upset that her friends and stuff are yielding to the pressure of social media to be like. I don't. I'm not gonna try to be nuanced on this. I'm not gonna try to even get involved in like, hey, but isn't like, didn't they? Everybody was no, like, I don't want to smoke. I'm going straight to right. whatever will get everyone off my ass. Right. This is my black square. I'm gonna just yeah. post a picture of a of a protest. I'm gonna put up something. I don't want what you're dealing with right now. I ain't dealing with that shit. You see how you getting fraud? Fuck that. Right. Just leave me alone. And I think um, that's what you're seeing online and honestly it's probably the least 
in a weird way, it's the least controversial thing you can say is free Palestine right now. Because yeah. it's the like they're not firing people for that. They're firing people for when they start elaborating on like what they think Israel is doing wrong when they start elaborating on like the Jewish people and what they think Jewish people mean and all then you that's when you seeing people get fired whenever they start standing like that and I'm not, that's not me arguing whether they're right or wrong that's just what I see people losing jobs for mm-hmm. but you're not you're not gonna lose a job just for saying free Palestine or posting a picture of a march right and so and I said kind of said this at the beginning and this is why a lot of people just shut the fuck up when they ask they don't give no comments that you start talking about that shit they zip the fuck up because people on both sides are like fucking to the extremes and their feelings and people go nope because you try any form of nuance everybody loses their motherfucking mind yeah so anyway man i thought that, i thought it was really i thought it was a worthwhile listen and of course i still have to score this thing you know, zero to a hundred for fucking with black people. What would you give it? I know you only listen to some of it and then mm-hmm. just what I relate. I actually, I actually give this a, I give it a 75. I'm fucked with, and I'll fuck with a lot. The, I, I'm a, the only reason why I'm not giving it a full fledged 100 is because to an extent, I understand the anger, you know, and shit like that. It doesn't justify it, nor is it right, but I understand. And so that's why you're not getting a full-fledged 100. But, yes, I'm fucked with it because, like I said, when you just say shit shooting across the bow like that and you're hitting all these people, people are going to come back and, and, and going to be like, we didn't have anything to do with this. You bought us into a conversation. This is between, you know, Palestine and Israel. What the fuck Black Lives Matter got to do with it? What the fuck, you know, people with pronouns got to do with this situation? It's not the same. Yeah, and I mean, there's history there with Black Lives Matter and Palestinians, meaning like in Ferguson, when they were tear gassing um, people, Mm -hmm. um, it was Palestinian activists that told people how to uh, get the tear gas out of their eyes with milk and shit. They sure did. And like how to like, you know, when Ta-Nehisi Coast goes over there and comes back and talks about the oppression that Palestinians live with every day, that resonates with black people who have been through the Jim Crow laws of the South. Mm -hmm. It's not so it the it just it it portends a level of um being not in community with black folks to not understand how we would at once resonate with jewish people to certain extents and uh, palestinians to certain extent it just means you don't listen to us which is fine y'all you don't have to listen to everybody but don't be betrayed and shocked because if you actually listen to what people are saying, which I'm sure it's hard to do right now, mm-hmm. no one's listening to anybody. Correct. But but like it if you listen to it to people talk about it, you'll be like, oh. So okay, so they're not necessarily saying yay terrorism as much as they're saying like uh there has to be something that ends this oppression. These people can't live this way the whole time the whole time. And the same way that, you know there were laws in the South that kept black people from going to certain neighborhoods and all this shit. They feel like that's what's happening to Palestinians. Um, whether they completely understand all the ins and outs of the culture and all that shit or not, they, it resonates, resonates with something in them. Right. The same way that like, um, for a lot of people, not every black person, obviously, but for a lot of black people, 
the struggle of the Holocaust and the genocide that fucking Jews went through, we we are like, yes, understand. Understand. Shorthand. Yes. Like, y'all, y'all and us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yeah, it's just, I do understand the complications, but yeah, I would give it like a, I think you're right. I would give it like a 75, mostly because of that disconnect. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's a, I, I am not so um, taken by the social media fervor that I would just be like, and there's just nothing Jewish, Jewish people just got to shut up and take it. I don't think that's reasonable or rational. Right. Especially when we were talking about, you know, the, the people that died October 7th and the, um, and the hostages in such antiseptic terms, that's just you being like, I'm over here and don't have to deal with it. Correct. I've seen people make like jokes in light of the shit. I've seen people, you know, talk about supporting Hamas and I know their values don't align with that. I've seen it. So I do know that it's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm sure that Jewish people see the shit too and are like, what what the fuck you mean? Right. You know what I mean? You, you actually say you're against this. So, okay, we let Hamas be in charge and, and let's say tomorrow Jewish people move completely out of Israel. Hamas is in charge. Y'all gonna support that that community or y'all gonna be like, well, actually now that y'all are in charge, could y'all not kill gay people and could y'all not oppress women and could y'all, or y'all gonna be like, nope, all good. More than likely it's gonna be the first. So right. I do understand, but I just, at the end of the day, man, you're never, not never, but you're not gonna see a lot of people get down with the amount of death that is happening i'm sorry that's a human thing yes it's a human thing yeah i can't even imagine i'm sure there are people but it's hard for me to truly imagine anyone that i consider to be like a reasonable person who is jewish being like yeah uh kill every single person in there right i can't imagine it I, i won't let myself imagine someone believing that and being like oh no nah, that's a reasonable way to look at it i i just i think most people would feel like it's a shame most people yeah, feel like sad, this is, sad i don't i don't even right. necessarily want you doing this in my name like i i do want my folks to feel safe but right if the cost of this is killing every fucking body then no if like i don't want to see the 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 well they killed some babies let's kill all their babies i don't like i'm sure there's a lot of people that feel that way so you know it's hard to talk about because you know there's so much information we're getting third and fourth hand at this point Mm -hmm. i i'm like i I see people say shit and it makes me afraid to talk about certain shit because you see like somebody says something in the morning by the afternoon it's either debunked or the opposite point is made and you're like fuck i didn't know either one of those points this morning why am i chiming in on the shit You're right which is why i do not yeah so anyway but yeah it's like a 75 i really don't i know what what she's trying to say i really think if she interrogated a little bit further which is hard to do when you're in, in that upset feelings. by something yes, I, that's but I if she I interrogated a little bit further i think she'd stop and be like what do i what am i really bothered by is it that some kids on a college campus in America don't understand, you know, is it that my, my, am I saying like, nah, it should be okay to kill all these people. Like, what are you saying for real? And you know, the last thing I'll say on this, people keep dismissing this shit, but I actually get it now. This, this conflict has made me see it more than ever. There is an importance in disavowing shit. I'm sorry. Like, yes, it is. I really didn't think it, but I'm watching it happen in real time. And maybe it's cause it's not happening to black people for the first time in my life. But um, 
I do get why people need to say like, I actually don't support this part of this. Right. And I, so like, if you're going to get involved in that conversation, I think, and just the podcast I've been listening to, Ezra Klein and uh, the gray area and like all these different er- things I listen to, like there's an importance in being like, yeah, so I'm not okay with the shit Hamas does, but here's what I feel about this conflict that has been going on much longer than this. And what kind of solution would need to be had for Palestine and Israel to either coexist or something, right? I get why you need to disavow now because what happens in, and you can hear with her, you can hear with um, other people when they're like, I refuse. I shouldn't even have to say that I'm not okay with that. The other side immediately goes, so you are okay with it. That, and it's not right. It's not fair, but it, it keeps fucking happening right if you're israeli and you don't go i look i'm not okay with them killing thousands of people i don't think that is gonna fix this if you don't say that people go so you you a zionist that just wants to kill children that's like well there's no sentence that can come after that that's gonna fix that is going to make this a conversation and vice versa right so i do get it right and a lot of it is because that's the way social media is designed right yeah you're right it's, you're right i agree all right um let's move out of this segment it was a, that was a long serious one guys sorry but sorry to be so why so serious Rod? but man that that interview man ooh, it was something it's else. hard to listen to to be honest as a black person but I, i've been listening to everybody honestly i i just i'm just listening because i because honestly i do not see and I don't think anybody said anything that's going to fix shit, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't think just because, like, the people involved not going to do any of the stuff. Whatever, no matter how smart the podcasters are, no matter how informed and, and brilliant they sound, the people who are the people in decision power and makers. make ideas and, and decisions, they are out there like, fuck all that shit. Right. So, oh, man. All right. Let's try to get on get out on something fun. OK, because um, that's, you know, that's not that fun, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um maybe we can do uh some guess the race i think guess the race is normally where we get some fun guess the race you know what that is we go around the globe find different articles guess the race of the people involved uh when of course my pocket cast app goes down <laughs> all right we'll see if i can find it on my phone then jesus i mean brother trying to do some work over here computer what happened uh, uh took a break right uh all right let me computer was like look it's my it's time my 15 minutes i don't know what you heard <laughs> <laughs> jesus i'll be back it's like, actually, I'm offended by everything y'all said in that last segment, okay? <laughs> ah! I'm somehow offended on both sides. Um, all right, let's do the first one. Um, a man is arrested after streaking at Disneyland Small World. <gasps> oh, no! I've actually... It's Disneyland? I don't think I've been... I've been Disney World, okay? I haven't been Disneyland yet. That's my goal, to get there one day. A man who stripped down and streaked at Disneyland's It's a Small World ride has been arrested and accused of indecent exposure. You don't say. Uh, you t- can't be sh- you can't be showing your penis to Mickey. Right. right. Like why are you why are you pulling your dick out? 
What's, what, <laughs> what is happening here? Are you that excited by this rod? You know? You, need, you have a big dick? Need people to see it? Ah! That'll make you slap somebody. You know it'll make you slap so. somebody. Come on now. Uh, but yeah, it was around 1.30 p.m. Sunday. Oh, shit. Why well, the sun's still up in the kids is there? In Anaheim, California. Yeah, yeah. That's the one in California, right? Because I've been to the one in Florida. Yeah, I don't think Disneyland has adult hours, so it's probably kids always there, right? <laughs> I'm assuming so. Um, upon officers arriving, they arrested a 26-year-old man who, for indecent exposure and for being under the influence of a controlled substance. The man was taken to hospital as precaution. On them drugs? Yeah, I wonder what control mushrooms maybe. Yeah, so, acid. Yeah, because if it was alcohol, they would just flat say alcohol. So I wonder. Yeah, heroin. You was on something. No one with Disneyland could immediately be reached um, for comment Monday night. Uh, pictures and video of the alleged streaker circulated on social media. Uh, I am on Small World, and there was a streaker. I cannot believe this is happening. Uh, the sensor pro- photograph, which accompanied the post, has garnered 2.9 million views. Yeah, we know small about him in Small World. Well, maybe, maybe it was small. Who knows? Well, uh, you never know. Karen, guess the race. Oh, Chad White. Karen's going white on this one. All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. I think it's a delay. Yeah, no problem. I th- yeah, it seemed like my computer was moving slow anyway. Um, so yeah, it's it's. You know what else is interesting about all this? Let's go back to the Holocaust, to the uh, Israel-Hamas-Palestine uh, discussion. Mm-hmm. Being from the South, we don't know shit about this. I'm just telling y'all right now, man, until, like, the we did the podcast, really, the idea of someone being Jewish is so different foreign. in the south yeah it's foreign to me yeah and so it, i know i'm not an expert yeah. i don't even get off on pretending to be an expert right. i don't find any pe- pe- i didn't get learn about it in college or anything mm. down here you white, white or you like not white and if yep. you're not white it really means you black or you like mexican like you some kind of way that you can't even fold into whiteness yep yep and that's kind of how we view it down here it's a little different yeah. you know so when people talk about these subsections of white i'm like i guess to me yeah i mean to, it definitely is yeah, real in my but mind it's not i'm down like here. oh y'all are white but yeah but it but that's not the reality of other people it's mostly through movies that i'm like oh wait irish people don't fuck with italian people okay they just white down here right all right uh let's get to these guesses white he had a friendship penis white he could afford to visit disneyland white streaking is some white shit. His line hails from the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> Shout out to Cauk. Uh Grew up around in uh, uh Didn't know Small World wasn't about his culture. White. The correct answer is, and uh, most of you said, I think everyone literally said white, right? Mm-hmm. Well, everyone got it correct. That's oh, why is that a thumbs down? Huh? Hilarious. Yeah. It's a pretty good, he's in pretty good shape too. That's you know, maybe he just wanted to show it off. He was like, listen, ladies and gentlemen and everybody else, uh, this what I'm working with. Holler at me over by the, the over by the slides or whatever they got in Disney World. Slide down this pole. Right. You want to <laughs> ride this roller coaster? No, sir. I do not. <laughs> Uh, here's another indecent exposure article. An Iowa man is arrested for indecent exposure after pleasuring himself at a come and go gas station. Oh, he was just following instructions. Yeah. Now I got, 
Now I'm not gonna lie. This like I'm not sure this article is real. Oh no! Okay, so why? Because I sent people send it to me and shared it. And I just want to say the article is from whiskeyriff.com. Who the hell is that? Who? The arrest warrant that they linked to in the article gives a 404 file or directory not found. Oh, this might not be real. Uh, the man's name is 50-year-old Kenneth Kelly. Um, if I search for his name, the places that he is, the articles that list him are mostly articles that are not news sources. Oh, you well, see what I'm saying? Yeah, Complex. Um, Baller Alert, Whiskey Riff, I see The that, Messenger, not like Instagram, it. The Daily Caller, Hollywood Unlocked. I think this is a fake story. Yeah, they're not actually official like news sites. You're right. Yeah. Where, I, you, where you getting this shit from like a police department or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And like if it's real, then I just I don't have the the, the enough in here. Right. To, to believe it's real but i wanted to bring it up on the thing because it's such a funny article it's easy to do a bunch of coming go joe jokes mm-hmm. come and go jokes and all this stuff but man and if fake news is wild the t- tiger droppings.com Ooh. you know what i mean like what what is this is that where the local tigers go to get their news the fuck is this <laughs> so anyway i'm not gonna read it he was white but i'm not gonna read the article i just it just i saved it to point that out because i remember looking at that uh, let's see. Let's go to another one. Um, we already talked about the postal people. Why is it showing me articles we already covered? Because it didn't remove um, it. Remove them. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see if I can find one. We give me one second to refresh. Things no problem. Say. No problem. Okay. Cool. 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 cool, okay, cool. Uh, see, that's what happened when, when you're getting back for your 15. Uh, son kills 86 year old father by running him over with a truck and dragging him. God damn. Right. Drug him for Phil. Uh, literally. Pa- apparently his daddy was not for tough. <laughs> <laughs> I could help myself. <laughs> um <laughs> he wanted to see how them four wheels drove. Come on. A uh, man ran over his elderly father and dragged him with his track. Uh I think you mean truck, misspelling. Uh, killing him, according to Pinellas County Sheriff's Office deputies, Saturday around 8.36 p.m. Uh, at, uh, there was uh, apparently the R Bar in Treasure Island is where this happened. The hit and run. In Treasure Island? Where is this place at? Uh, in Florida. The victim, 86-year-old Thomas McCown, was struck and dragged by a black pickup truck in the parking lot. The Ooh. truck sped away before the deputies arrived. According to uh, investigators, it was a black Dodge Ram. Oh, shit now. I mean, it makes sense. Um, It parked just outside the bar. When McCown walked towards the truck, he fell and was run over by it. His body was dragged across the lot. The truck then reversed and ran him over multiple times before fleeing. (gasps) The driver of the truck is Mark McCown, his 61-year-old son. Mark was arrested and charged with leaving the scene of a crash involving a death. Uh, Thomas was went to the hospital and was pronounced dead. Uh, They're gonna get it from elderly abuse. Authorities suspect impairment might have been a factor. Investigate. You don't say. The investigation remains open. Karen, guess the race. Oh, white. Karen's going with white on this one. Uh, let's check the chat room. See what they believe um, for this one. 
Uh, but man, uh, some white shit says Trey. All right, <laughs> Trey. Trey said I'll, I'll hop right on in early and often. Just, just keep it. Just just keep it simple. White as white as the fur on that ram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, got tired of waiting for his inheritance. White. Oh no! Put, it, put in a little rush order. I see. Did he take out insurance like right before the he drove over? Shitty man. I don't want to take out car insurance. I want to take out life insurance. How much that costs? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. There's not as many people in the chat because of the delay and stuff. Yes. But like a rock. White says Black Rob. Correct answer is white. Someone said the R bar stands for the redneck bar. And that's him there. Man, it's also wild because when you think about a son killing a father, in my mind, it's a young man that killed that father. 61, you grown. You thought about that. Yes, you did. 61, my nigga. It wasn't just a couple drinks. Mm -mm. Like, you can't be, oh, I had too many. Toasted. Right. Um, that that is wild as fuck. All right, bonus round. So far, Karen is two for two. Yay! Fuck a bitch was white. I ain't racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. Gold, gold chain wearing, fried chicken. TVS said white because black men don't live past 63. Damn. Right? Woo. It be our own people. <laughs> right? You, you see how we turn on us. Pastor dressed as a Grinch stands outside primary school with sign declaring Santa is fake. A Texas pastor has been slammed for dressing up as a Grinch and standing outside of a primary school with a sign declaring Santa is fake, Jesus is real. <laughs> as a, uh, I feel like uh, I like to go out there with a sign next to him and be like, Jesus is fake and Santa is fake. And then just see the kids get even sadder, like, oh, Nothing's real. Christmas killjoy David Harold Grisham decided he could no longer face watching children being lied to about Santa's existence. But not... Okay. Standing outside Sleepy Hollow Elementary School in Armorillo, Texas, the pastor decided to preach that what he believes to be the truth, that Santa is not, in fact, real. First of all, I want to know this man's Jesus. See, because this is the thing. Right now, it's probably Christian people listening that would get offended if I start clowning this nigga. But let's, 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 let's keep going real quick. What kind of Jesus do he worship? Because all Jesus ain't the same. I know it's some of these Jesus is like listen I got I look like Donald Trump and I got a, a, a AK-47 and I got a, a six pack and I was, you know I, I don't want no 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 blacks and browns in here I don't think gay people can get married like I, not all the Jesus is the same is what I'm saying uh, Grisham was unable to provide any evidence for his controversial claim and faced the wrath of angry parents who didn't want real life Grinch to steal their children's seasonal joy right, and their own the too. kids, having the kids crying. Not a teachers. We got to have teachers and counselors and shit. Get out of here. But Grisham claims he was assaulted outside the school and that police showed up and forced to block him from exercising my First Amendment right. Yes, why as, are you on school grounds? As much as they could, he said in a Facebook post. 
Why are you here? Do you have a child here? If not, why are you here? In a video posted on YouTube, Grisham can be heard saying, we shouldn't lie to children. As a man, seemingly a parent, quickly walks towards him. After a short scuffle, Grisham says, get off my stuff, before picking up his sign, which has been partially ripped. Grisham places his Grinch mask back on, apparently unaware that the story of the Grinch ends in the Green Whoville resident loving Christmas more than anyone. Right. And continues to hold his sign outside of the school. Parents carried on shouting at the unjolly man. Um, why didn't he dress as Jesus? It would have made more sense, right? (laughs) Duh. This is your belief. Uh, hundreds of children heard the message of many parents as well. Grisham continued in his Facebook post. It's very telling for a society to go this far, protecting a lie to go to that far. Nobody asked you to come to the school and basically start a ruckus. So now, like like I said, now you have a classroom full of a teacher and, and like an assistant teacher full of 30 kids, half of them crying. Half of them, you know, some of them go like, my mama told me it wasn't real. And you get, you got the other half crying. And so now it's fucking in disarray for the rest of the goddamn day. I do want to go stand outside this church where the Jesus isn't real thing and see if he'll let me slide. Because this whole thing is I was just on the sidewalk exercising my rights. I'm like, sir, I don't give a damn if it's real or not. You need to get off this campus because I got to deal with the aftermath of That's you, what I'm you saying. up here now. I wonder how open-minded he will be to somebody showing up and either promoting a different religion or saying his religion is fake. Right. In front of his church on a Sunday, being like, yeah, the, as right. the kids walk into your Sunday school, I'm telling them some shit you don't, that you disagree with. I just wonder if he would be okay with, with that. that. Right. My guess is probably not. Right. So what make you think you could come to a school and do this? Uh, but he says, uh, it's no wonder our country is in trouble. But he so didn't I break. guarantee you Republican. He didn't break any laws, so he was not arrested. Guess the race. Child of Caucasity, white. All right. Karen's going white. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe his race is. Um, I feel bad for the teachers that got to deal with the fallout of that. Half of them crying. Right. That's true. Um, Now they got to send letters home and shit. Yep. You know, and and, and, I mean, yeah, where did you find the time? Right. Uh, pure Aryan pastor says Trey. Pure Aryan. Uh, waiting on anybody else? Uh, no, we don't have many people in the chat room. Yeah, and also I think it's a delay. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, reason. I'll just go ahead and give it up. It was white. <laughs> and people are responding to chat now. Goodness, so pushy. Got to be white like the snow. Three first names white. He's been stealing from the building fund for decades. Oh, no. White man who couldn't dress as a Jesus as Jesus because geography says Jesus would have been black. Uh, <laughs> well, y'all got it right. He was white. It was a sweep of the whites this week. Um, when did this episode? Um, it was everybody was everybody was white this episode. Yeah, this is his Jesus get up though. Santa is fake. Jesus is real. And his Grinch get up. I mean, child. Um, that's the police talking to him. Um, man, I'm telling you, man, religious people in signs. It's just not It's not a good look. It's just, you know, it just hasn't really been going well. Right. <laughs> for the sign game. Okay. Right. 
Mm-hmm. It's either those people outside abortion clinics or it's the God hates F words people. It's never mm-hmm. like, it's yeah, like where are the I, good signs? And I have seen that before. You just going yeah. down the road, you look up and I've seen them having like full fledged pictures of like aborted babies and shit. You be like, why is you guys yeah. you showing this sign on the side of the road? And you that's him. nothing better to do with your time. Him without the makeup kind of look like the Grinch too though. Yes, he does. So he's a mean one. I'll say that. All right, let's go to the uh, final segment, Sword Ratchetness. bonus right i mean sword ratchet this time a man was caught with a large black sword outside of a house mm, not the bbc <laughs> the, the big black cutlass um a, a man was caught with a large black black and gold sword outside of a home uh he had been kicked out of only days earlier mm, so some domestic violence sign and shit Motherfucker got kicked out, came back with the ebony blade. Apparently so. Uh, police were called out to the home. Reports of a man with a knife. Uh, at 20, they found out 27-year-old Alex Tajkuna uh, was near a home that he had been told to leave after disagreement. As officers approached the address, the defendant was stood outside the house. He told the court how an officer came up close to where Tajkuna was standing at which point he noticed the defendant was stood next to what appeared to be a large black and gold bat, which was that this was in fact a sword. Damn, he must have had like an Ichigo sword. Ah! Tajkuna, who was. He named it and shit. Right. Bonkai! Tajkuna, who has one previous conviction for three offenses, was arrested and searched at which point officers found he had been carrying a small snap bag of a white colored powder which turned out to be cocaine. Oh, you don't say. A lot of drugs this episode, too. Cocaine and swords. He eventually pled guilty to possession of a bladed article in a public place and possession of Class A drugs. Um, Let's see. uh, His his defense attorney pointed out that Tashkuna had already spent around five months in prison on remand since his, his, I guess, arrest and said he had been placed on... he needed a place to live. Oh, he had a place to live now if he could be released. Um, so they were basically trying to see if they could get him released. Um, he judge sentenced him to six months in prison, but said that given he had already reached a halfway point while on remand, he was likely to be released immediately. And he was led away. And he said, okay, thanks so much. So they didn't take it too serious. Apparently not. So he gets to live to to haunt another day outside somebody's house with a sword because that makes sense. That's how we treat it. All right, y'all. That's it. Thanks for listening to this episode. We appreciate y'all. We'll be back uh, throughout the week. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.